Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always such a pleasure to be here with you tonight. I have been stirring for the last couple of days about this message that I want to release, uh, you know, in this broadcast. And it's simply this, you know, if you've been a Christian for any length of time, then you've probably heard many times about the power of words. And this is something that is not to be taken lightly. I tell you, it's one of the first lessons that I personally learned, you know, when I when I came to know the Lord and, um, you know, and then I would tell everybody, don't say this, don't say that. And they were like, oh my gosh, you're too much, you know, with, with this. And, but I'm telling you, this has been several years now and I keep learning even more even more. And I just want to say hello because I see you guys jumping on and I just love seeing your names pop up. So anyway, thank you for being with me. And I believe that this broadcast is going to bless your socks off tonight. So make sure that you share it. You know, afterwards, we want to advance God's kingdom together and people need to know these truths so that they can live victoriously. So the subject matter tonight, everything, and I mean Everything responds to words. Everything responds to words. Do you know that whatever is in your heart the most or in abundance is what's going to come out of your mouth, even, even automatically without you really even giving it too much thought? It's just, you know, you, you, sometimes just even without thinking about things, it's just whatever's in your heart the most, most it's what's going to come out. In the words that you speak and every word that you speak it's either working for you or it's working against you you want to make sure that you know you may, may take some practice for a while but you want to make sure that the words that you're speaking are working for you okay so Luke 645 says and I've got to back everything up with the word I've got to give you the word of God because God confirms his word not mine. So Luke 645 says a good man from the stored from from the good treasure, right? Or from what's stored up in his heart brings out what is good. And an evil man from the evil stored up in his heart brings out what is evil. It says, um, for from the overflow of his heart, heart, the mouth speaks. So again, whatever's in your heart, the most in abundance is what's going to be coming out of your mouth. And Jesus said that. Your life is going to go in the direction of your most dominant thoughts, right? Or what you think about the most. So this is exactly why you want to make sure that you're in God's word. You know, it doesn't take a whole lot to read the word of God. I mean, you could read a little bit at a time and just, but it's important to not just read it, like just read it. But this is a living, breathing book. You want to read it, you want to hear it, and you want to internalize it. That's the most important thing. Like maybe you read, say you go to the book of James, right, for example. You read one paragraph, and it's, you know, sometimes the scriptures will just jump out at you. You stop there. Stop. And then you, maybe you shut the book, and you go and do something else. And, but you're meditating on it, you're thinking about it, you're pondering those words, internalizing it, internalizing it, and then you practice, put into practice the things that you read. That is how you, um, that's how you walk in the Word of God. Literally, it's simple, but it takes discipline, right? 
So this is so important because again, everything, I might say it a few times, everything responds to words, everything. Think about this. Every single person that you speak to or have a conversation with, they're responding to your words. Every child that you speak to, they respond to your words, right? Even in the book of Proverbs, it says, a soft answer turns away wrath. What happens if someone starts yelling at you, Rah! well, if you Rah! back, what's going to happen? Rah! Fire, explosion, not good things. But in the, the book of Proverbs, it says that a soft answer turns away wrath. So one person could be, Rah! and you give a soft answer, and you just leave them alone. You know what? Many times than not, that other person will feel convicted, the one that was raw, because you walked away, you're not fueling, right, that aggravation. So anyway, it's always better to let the Lord handle it. You just, sometimes it's better to just stay quiet, you know, and I'm working on that too, because it's not easy for me. If someone's like raw, like meaning someone, I don't mean people on the outside, but like if my husband says something, I'm like, I'm like, don't you? Excuse me, you know? So sometimes I have to pull back, you know? And But in any event, so what you truly believe, what you truly believe when you speak, you're going to have. That's how you get God results in your life. You know, it's a spiritual law that when you speak and you believe, I mean really believe. You know, there's people that are, you know, that say that they're believing for their healing, no. If you really believe, if you really believe that you're healing, help me Lord, you would believe that it's already done. It's in motion and you're going to see the manifestation. What you truly, truly believe in your heart and you speak, there is going to be a force behind that that is going to hit the target and you will see that healing manifested. Okay? Okay. You know, I remember a year and a half ago, I went to the Lord and I just said, Lord, I want to have the faith of Jesus. I was literally crying out and I said, show me how to have the faith of Jesus. Now, you may have heard me talk about this in some videos past, but it's worth repeating because it's, it's just the truth. And immediately the Holy Spirit showed me, I heard in my spirit, the law of gravity. Now, I am not scientific. I mean, I didn't even like science in school. But you know, the Lord will speak to you according to how you understand. God is so good. And the Holy Spirit said to me, the law of gravity. And I was like, okay, I'm listening, right? Faith literally works like the law of gravity. The law of gravity. And then, and then God showed me this vision of, okay, this is a building. This is you. If you stand on that building and you take a step off, you're going down. Why? Because of the law of gravity. God put it there, right? It's just, it's a law. It works the same way for everybody all the time. And this is what God showed me about how to have the faith of Jesus, right? Jesus said, have faith in God. Believe. Truly, I'm saying to you, believe me. Trust me, right? So here's the thing. Jesus, whenever he spoke to something, he knew that the Father and him were one. And whatever he spoke, he believed it. He never doubted anything he spoke. Boom. And that's why things happened so quickly. And God was showing me that when you believe and you speak, think about this. 
every sound has like an energy or I should say every yeah every every sound every word has sound behind it every word that you speak not the written but every well the bible but every word that you speak you're creating a sound and every sound has an energy behind it right jesus said that if 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 they didn't worship him that the very rocks would cry out right that even rocks they have a sound to them everything that god made has literally a sound a vibration so when you speak words it's the most powerful force that you have it's a weapon it is when you speak and you believe what you're speaking it's a spiritual law it you, it has to happen and the thing is is a lot of people say that they're believing but they're really, really not. They're not sure. Okay? That's not real faith. What you need to do is keep building your faith. You know, it's like, okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let me just see. Okay. Faith, real faith, is literally believing that what God said is true you believe it you and listen if you're having a hard time believing it because you're not seeing it yet it works the opposite in the kingdom you decide you make a decision to believe God no matter what you see right and remember you're not watch the video from last week don't be moved by what you see we are not to be moved or maybe it was two weeks ago you're not to be moved by what you see you're to be moved by the truth because it's the truth that you know and get it deep down in your heart and then speak it and act according, accordingly, keep hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. I'm telling you, I have to build my faith all the time, you know, and I can just, you know, I'm transparent with you guys. Yesterday, I missed it and I was really upset with myself and I didn't feel like God was pleased and I was like, ah, there was a girl and in a store and I knew that, you know, she was, she just had a cold and she was like touching stuff and I had asked for something and she was going to give it to me. And immediately in my head, the thought that came to me was, your son's getting married next week. You can't be sick for this wedding. She's sick. She touches stuff and you, and I was like, you know what? It was like that thought came to me and I, right away I was like, oh yeah, my son's wedding is next week. Yeah, I can't be sick. <gasps> what? And you know something? I didn't pray for that girl. And I'm telling you right now, I was so upset with myself. And when I left, I was like, Lord, I missed it. And I was like, ah, ah. I was so upset with myself, right? And it's funny because today I went back and she wasn't there today. And I was like, man, I was so upset. Now let me tell you what happened a week ago. Maybe it was a week and a half ago. I was at the post office, okay? And as I was leaving, there was an older gentleman and he was walking with a cane and he was walking really slow. And I think I held the door open for him and he went in and I, I you know, I'm in a hurry. I jumped in my car and I, I got in my car and I left, at, you know, and the Lord was like, really? I literally, you guys, if you know, if you pray for the sick, you know that feeling. I literally felt the Lord go, really? And I was like, yeah, really? I was like, Lord, I, I am so sorry. I literally went around the block, came back into the parking lot, parked my car, 
and when I parked, the man was coming out of the post office. He was almost at his car. I just jumped out. I ran over to him and I said, excuse me. And he was kind of, I said, no, 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 I don't want anything from you. I said, don't be afraid. And I said, I just wanted to, you know, just to pray for you real quick. I see you walking with a cane. Is it okay if I just pray for you? And he was like, okay. So I literally just put my hand here and I said, you know what, in Jesus name. And I knew he believed in Jesus. He probably just didn't believe in healing, you know, or he's never, you know, seen anything like that. And I just said, you be healed. I command every, every cell of your body be healed, be strong now in Jesus name. And he said, well, well, thank you very much. And I was like, God bless you, sir. And I, I got back in my car and I felt like my daddy was proud. I felt like Jesus was proud. You know, my Lord, my King and my daddy, my father, he was proud of me yesterday not so much. And I was like, not that, listen, you know, you love your kids, but you could be disappointed sometimes. And I was like, ah, so anyway, but here's the thing that showed me, Lisa, you need to, you need to be in the word more. You need to be ready at every turn. And I'm telling you, I, I'm speaking to you guys, but I'm speaking to me too. I haven't arrived yet, but I'm telling you, I am going after it. And it just, it really bothered me because we are supposed to be ready in season and out. Okay, so here's the thing. First of all, you've got to get to a place where you truly understand that it is God's will to heal. I'm going to get back to words, okay? But you have to know. So how do you know that? Number one, because Jesus paid the price. First Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed, right? Those stripes that he took. By his stripes, you were healed. Second of all, Jesus gave his believers authority over all the power of the enemy. You know what? I had the goods yesterday. I could have healed that girl on the spot. God's power in me. He gave me the power to do it. That's why I'm saying that. Listen, religious spirits will come out of the woodworks and say, you what? You can't heal. Listen, and the Lord told me, stop saying, stop saying I can't heal. Yes, I can because Jesus gave me the authority and told me to go do it. It's his authority, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And you know I'm not yelling at you. I'm just very passionate about this because too many Christians have been stuck. Believers are stuck. And Jesus said, go, do it. I've given you authority. You have the goods. You need to go and set people free and heal them just like I do. Okay, so... Luke 10, 19 and 20, Jesus said, see, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. What is the power of the enemy, right? What, what, what does he do? Sin, sickness, the thoughts that come. And then right away, if you know, like, like yesterday when I literally agreed with him, oh yeah, I can't get sick next weekend. My son's getting married. <gasps> And it was like, Lord, I'm telling you, I got in my car and I said, I repent. Lord, I repent. I am sorry that I came into agreement with the enemy. No. I was like, no, I have the goods. Of course, I'm saying all this as I'm, you know, already like, you know, on my way home. And I was just, I, I just was bummed out. I was disappointed in myself, you know. And that's one thing too. The word of God says, judge yourself so you, so you won't be judged. You know, judge yourself. You know when you need to improve on things, and you'll know just by the words that you speak. You'll know by, you know, the, the immediate things that come out. We need to be ready in season and out. 
okay, to release God's kingdom everywhere we go. Glory to God. Okay, and then, and then the Lord said, he's given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you, right? Okay, and then in the next breath, he said, nevertheless, don't rejoice that the spirits are subject to you, right? But, be, but rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. Okay, all right, and your names are written in heaven. The third thing is that Jesus demonstrated, he's our model. He demonstrated how to release this kingdom authority here on the earth, right? You just read the gospels and you could see how he did it. And just a minute ago when I touched on stop saying that you can't heal. Yes, you can. I can too because Jesus gave me the power to do it, right? He said, go and do it. And so he demonstrated how to use the, this authority. Well, how do you do it? Words. He said, speak. You got to speak to the mountain. This is how you do it. You release it by words and don't doubt that what you say will happen. Listen, we're not to be moved by what we see because when you release the word of God, just like when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, immediately that power went to work and it, and it went through the roots first. And then it took time for it to be manifested on the outside so that the next morning when they walked by, they saw that that tree was withered away from the roots. But that, whatever word you're speaking, it's going to, you know, go and hit the roots first. And it may take a little bit of time to be seen. But what you've got to know and understand and get it, get it on the inside of you that as you speak you believe that what you're speaking has power and force and is headed for the target and you don't consider anything else, no other options. Maybe, it, okay, so say a few days goes by and you're not really seeing a whole lot, and, you know, there's still some pain there. Don't you dare, don't, I'm telling you, don't consider, if people come to you, well, I guess it didn't work, well, I guess you're not healed. No, because the second that you agree with that, you stop that flow of power, and then it's going to go the other way. No. Like Abraham, you don't consider anything else except what you spoke and what you're believing for. Because listen, when you're speaking and you're releasing healing, you are in agreement with God, right? So that's why you cannot consider anything else. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I'll share something else with you. Oh gosh, it was, was it over the weekend? Yeah, it was last Friday. So it was a week ago yesterday. I did the broadcast on Thursday. Friday morning, I wake up and I had a sty. I had like a sty like on my eyelid. And I'm like, what? And it was painful. And I knew exactly what happened and how I got it. My eyelash was like itching like the night before. And I, and I remember I kind of like itched it with my thumb and my, well, you got bacteria under your nails. Next thing you know, Oh my gosh, I had this crazy sty. And so I literally went, I grabbed like this little cream and I like put it on there. It was worse. Within like 30 minutes, my eye was like, it was all swollen and disgusting. And I went, oh my gosh. And I was like, what am I doing? And I literally put cold water and I washed the thing off with like soap and everything. And then I spoke to it. And I said, no, I don't allow you. I said, within the next two hours, you will be perfect. You will be fine in Jesus. I'm telling you, I spoke to my eye. That thing went, not immediately. But 
two hours later, it was like not even red anymore and it was fine. I haven't put anything on it and I said, you know what, I already spoke to it and even though it looked like, you know, it was still bumpy for like a couple of days underneath the eyelid, I was like, nope, I didn't pray for it again because I was like, nope, I already, I already addressed this. I don't allow it and thank you, Lord, it's done. It is perfect today, nothing. So my point is, once you deal with it, speak firmly and believe what you say. Now, if you say something and you're really not believing it, then whatever you have to do to build your faith and then speak to it again and be done with it. Go about your business knowing that thing is done and you will see it. You will see the manifestation of it. So I really hope that this is blessing you. Um, okay, so Mark eleven twenty three, 23, whatever you speak and don't doubt in your heart, Jesus said, right? But you believe what you said will come to pass, it will come to pass. And I'm really kind of breaking it down practically for you so that you can, you know, um, just really understand how it works. It's a spiritual law. Jesus put it in motion, right? Well, even in, in the Old Testament, it's like you have to speak. God even said to Moses, you know, speak to the rock. Like what's in your hand, use it. But Jesus said, I have given you authority. Use it. How? You speak. Speak. Mm. The Word of God is amazing. And actually, I have a scripture here that I just, I love it. I wrote it down on a yellow paper one day. Jeremiah 23, 29. Check this out. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer which shatters a rock? Ah! Isn't that awesome? Jeremiah 23, 29. Read it. It's so good. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer which shatters a rock? God's word, I'm telling you, and Jesus gave you the authority, right? His authority. That's why he, he didn't say, come to me and ask me to heal the sick. He never did that. He said, go and do it. I've given you authority, right? And too many people, even Christians, they're coming to God like, oh, please, God, heal me, heal me. Jesus is like, I shed every ounce of my blood for you. And Hosea 4, 6 says, my people die. They're destroyed. They perish for lack of knowledge. Get the knowledge. Jesus gave you authority. If you are his believer, you have authority. And every word that you speak and believe, it's a spiritual law. It's going to to happen. And even if you don't see it right away, don't worry, you're going to see it. You keep thanking him, praising him. Nope. And when the thought comes to you, just like with the sty that I had underneath, you know, my eyelid, well, and that was showing above my eyelid. Ugh. And when the thought comes, you know, oh, that thing that no, it's not going. No, it is because I said it, I dealt with it and it's done. And so when a thought comes, I'm like, nope, Nope. What am I doing? I'm not considering anything else. Don't consider it. Because I'm telling you, people will come with their good intentions and God and, and the devil will use anybody. He will use people, even those closest to you, craftily, subtly. Well, you know, you know, maybe, well, maybe it's not God's will. <clears throat> Do not say that because it is always God's will to heal because Jesus went Acts 10 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, right? He preached, he taught, and he healed 
all manner of sickness and disease. Every person that came to him got healed. Now, a lot of people didn't come to him. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, I love this story in Mark 5 because this woman, she was pressing through the crowd, but yet the Bible says that there were multitudes thronging him, which means they were all pressing up against him as he was going through the crowd. But guess what? He felt power go out of him from this one woman who said within herself, if I just, I just know if I just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be made whole, right? She, because of her faith, he didn't even lay hands on her. He didn't even say, okay, yes, you over here. No, faith pulls like gravity. Her faith was such that I know when I just touch him, the hem of his garment, I'm going to be healed. And immediately she touched him and boom, power flew for out from out of him. And he even turned around and said, who touched me? And you know what I love about that? It shows that, you know, Jesus was, he was all God, but he was man too. And, you know, he honestly did not know who touched him, right? And the woman came and fessed up and he was like, because your faith, he said, your faith has made you well, right? It wasn't because he touched her. Listen, this is, this is what I mean about healing even. It's a spiritual law. Faith, faith is simply believing, speaking, and acting on what you truly believe, right? If you have to go to work tomorrow morning and you say, yeah, I'm getting up and I'm going to work tomorrow morning, that's what you're going to do because you believe it, you speak it, and that's what's in motion. Like, that's what's going to happen. If you have to go to the grocery store, yeah, I'm going to the grocery store in 30 minutes and because faith follows your intention, what is your intention? What are you, you know, and then you speak, you act in agreement with, right? So, okay. Matthew 16, 19. I love this scripture. That's right. Even though the sickness is there, keep saying I'm healed in Jesus name. Go Vicky. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I thought maybe it was a question. That's why I started reading. So in any event, Matthew 16, 19, Jesus said, whatever you bind on the earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you permit will be permitted. So bottom line is whatever you allow will be allowed. Whatever you don't, won't. This, I was like, no, no, you're not allowed. I don't allow you. That thing left. Praise God. And you know what? You could do the same thing when, like that girl yesterday. Mm, I hope I see her again. Man, I feel like I owe her an apology because you know what? I have the goods. You have the goods. Jesus said, go do it. And how dare I even... But you see, the enemy's crafty, but that's why we've got to be in the Word constantly, every day, every day. And I was in the Word yesterday morning, but I don't know. I, it just, you know, happened. But immediately, I, I knew. I was like, Phew. now if it doesn't bother you, then well, that's not good. It should bother you because you have the goods. But anyway, I hope that this is something that you're, un I cannot believe we are almost out of time but I hope that this has been a blessing for you tonight. You know, again, it all comes down to words and what you believe. Everything in creation responds to words. Words are like the parent, you know, for, force to the, to the natural, right? God created the worlds, the worlds, yeah, he created the universe, all the planets, with his word. And he said, well, we were created in his image. Oh, there is one scripture I want to read to you before we go because this 
is crucial. We are to be imitators of God, okay? This scripture, hold on to this, okay? God created us in his own image, but in Genesis 1:26 to 1:28, listen carefully, this is phenomenal. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image after our likeness to rule over, to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and over all the earth itself and every creature that crawls upon it." Hello, germs, virus, bacteria, cancer, anything that moves, grows, no, you have authority over it. Adam gave that authority to Satan. Jesus got the authority back and gave it to believers. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. That's authority. Subdue it. Take it over, right? Subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every creature that crawls upon the earth. Okay, with that, it's like boom, right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. You know, just like a little child wants to imitate his mom or dad, little girls want to put on lipstick or makeup, and little boys want to jump in a truck and like pretend like they're driving, right? We need to be imitators of God. God told us to go do it. This brings honor and glory to our Father, okay? And to our Lord Jesus. All right, so how do you imitate God? Do what he does, right? Love what he loves, which is people, People are God's treasure. You are God's treasure, right? Love what he loves, hate what he hates. You love people, you hate sin, you hate sickness. You hate everything evil, right? Now, okay, of course, Proverbs 18.21, death and life in the power of the tongue. Everything responds to words, okay? So with that, we are out of time, but I hope that this has blessed you tonight. And, you know... Make sure that you share this with others. They need knowledge, right? Hosea 4, 6, God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Let's help them to get the knowledge that they need. And if you haven't gotten the seven scriptures to stand on for healing with uh, the training video that I have, make sure that you go to my website at lisaboldo.com. It's right there. Just put your information in. This way I can stay in touch with you, but it's free. And it'll be in your inbox in a few minutes. And there's a video there as well to show you to, you know, so you can use this and understand it and see God's word come to pass. And just all these videos, by the way, I do post them on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Lisa Buldo, And I have them on a podcast in iTunes. So anyway, all that information is, you know, on my website as well. But I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. And I just... Thanks for watching tonight, and I will see you again really soon. All right, take care. God bless you. Bye.